Welcome to the Cozy Pillow Talk. That, I don't know what it was, but it was something, okay? It was something. Honestly, these intros are getting probably worse episode by episode. I mean, coming from my first episode, which was so awkward, and I still am so sorry for people who had to listen to that. I just need to start somehow. I had to start somehow, and that was the way I started, so yeah. And then the second one, I don't know what kind of intro I did there. I think it was something similar. And then this one, honestly, I don't know how these intros are going to go. Maybe I should get some music behind it where I can actually, you know, not have to rip my vocals out and do something about it. But for now, you just have to deal with me and my voice for an intro. I mean, yeah, let, I mean, it's 2020. We're going through a lot of bad stuff. So you can at least go through some bad vocals here. Okay. So thank you. Um, while we're being on saying thank you, it is soon Thanksgiving, end of November. But I also want to say thank you to you. Thank you to like, honestly, thank you for just like clicking on this podcast and listening to me. Thank you for listening to the other episodes. If you actually like them, like I'm so thankful. I'm thankful for all the feedback that I'm getting. I'm not thankful for the people acting like as if we're on a phone call and texting me every single thing that they hear after I say and answer me to it. Like, some, like I have a life too, okay? But I am thankful for the general feedback that I do get, and I like that. And honestly, you are loved. And every single one of you, one of you that's listened to this, you are loved by me. And if you need anything, I got your back. But just don't stress me out, okay? So, while we are trying to de-stress ourselves, I think we should just take a moment to get ourselves cozy. I am sitting down on the same chair I sat last week. Was it last week? Yeah, it was last week. And one of my legs is up, like just kind of, you know, chilling somewhere. And yeah, I'm feeling very comfortable. Speaking of the matter of feeling comfortable, I did lock my door this time so that my mother cannot just come inside and, you know, take me out of my take me out of my mojo kind of happened last time I don't know if you noticed and I I did not even listen to it again to hear if one could hear her or if one could actually hear hear when I lost my mojo but this time I locked my door and I put my phone away because sometimes when I have my phone next to me I just completely drift off and then I don't know what I'm talking about anymore and then after like people are wondering where I am why I'm not responding and I'm like I'm occupied so yeah it's a good time (laughs) (laughs) but yeah while we're getting cozy please 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 i encourage you just to lean back lean back or get some more pillows get a snack get some chips um or popcorn whatever floats your boat um maybe you want something to drink maybe you want some wine maybe you want some beer um or ice cold water with ice cubes in it Honestly, I could use it right now, but my cup is t- is like it's like a meter and a half away, and I'm not willing to reach it. So I'm gonna be a bit less comfortable. But I don't think you want to hear me drinking. Honestly, the quality of this microphone could also be like an ASMR thing, which I'm not trying to dive into. But maybe I should do an ASMR. Just kidding. I'm not gonna do one. But huh? Huh? <laughs> so. I want to talk about the elephant of the room, 
yes, the elephants lost. The elephants meaning the Republicans. I mean, I mean, the race isn't really over yet. The whole America, USA type of race thing that's happening there with the presidency. We only know that we have we will get a new president, Joe Biden. And he has a really cool vice president, Kamala Harris. And yeah, honestly, I'm happy about it. I mean, this whole week was just a bit tough with handling the fact that this election took so long, honestly. But then again, I am still in quarantine. So I so I think it was like the most entertaining thing of this whole week was the whole election thing happening. It was entertaining, but it was also just so draining because every time something did happen, something interesting happened, it was probably like, it was going between 9 and like 1 a.m. here in in Swiss time. So, you know, I mean, I do like to stay up late, but at some point a girl gets tired. And I was there with my parents and my parents, like, you know, the first night we were all hyped up. We were all like, okay, we got this. We're going to watch. We're going to watch and see what's happening. So we were up until I think almost like 2 a.m. Well, let, okay. We, I'm saying we were up because I... I think I decided to go to bed around around one, but they were still awake. And they were going between being loud and being quiet in the living room. And that was something interesting. But then in the second in the same time, while I was having trying to have a good night's rest, here I was and you know, just having my beauty sleep, just feeling cozy and then I hear them making noise and they're talking and talking and talking I'm kind of like okay should I be awake or should I not be awake and then this in like around 2 or 3 a.m they start turning on the lights in the whole place I'm kind of like okay like what's happening you know but then I realize nothing's really happening but then why, why the hell are we all just being awake right now you know so like so, some of us couldn't really get our beauty sleep and I know they didn't sleep that long for sure and then the second night we were all like okay you know what we're awake. We got this. I thought we had it, but it was like 1 a.m. again. And then after I was like, you know what? I'm over it. I think it was 1 to 2 a.m. And I was like, I'm, I was like, I'm over it. I need to go to bed again. I think they stayed awake. They managed to stay awake. And then uh, the third night, that was probably the worst night of all. <laughs> um, it was like round three. And then so I was there. I was sitting there waiting watching TV and then because I was just hanging out in the kitchen getting myself a midnight snack and I hear, hear my parents come and they act all tough and strong like okay you know what we got this it's going to be a long night telling everybody yeah yeah it's going to be a long night we got this it's going to be great and then in, t- in like 11 minutes inside like into the whole election thing I hear some snoring from one side I kind of look to the back. I see some people sleeping back there. I'm like, okay, what's happening? Like, are we waking up again? Are we sleeping on the couch? Like, what are we doing, you know? And then so I was kind of like, okay, I'm going to get another snack because that's how you stay awake. And also, I am a hungry person, so I do eat a lot. Also, by the way, I actually lost weight, and I don't know how, but congratulations to me. Then, anyways, so then after I was like, okay, you know, one person's sleeping, so at least the other person's awake, we, we can still, like chill but when it started to turn like one one o'clock in the morning it's like both of them were sleeping and i was like you're super 
what's happening now? Like, okay, like, I guess, I guess we're not, I guess it's not going to be a long night up. So then I decided to go back to bed. I was like, well, not back to bed. I decided to go to bed. And then fourth night, sound like Fortnite, but it was fourth night, fourth night, the fourth night. Yes. Um, I didn't even bother. I just, I mean, I had my dinner. I watched elections a little bit and then I just went to bed and watched TV show. Because honestly, this has been going on way too long. And then today I was getting like some messages on my phone and here I am going to listen to them. And also my mom, she calls me and she's like, come quick, come quick. And then I, I run into the living room and then there I see, finally, after this whole time, Joe Biden has been elected to, for president. <sighs> honestly, that that made that was that was that was a good moment it was a good moment um because when trump was elected president i didn't even pay attention to what's happening i just saw a lot of people in the media people like the media was not happy um i know a lot of rednecks were oh can i say that word Ooh, i don't know if i can say that word but i did it anyways okay if you're a trump supporter okay you know what? i'm not trying to start any beef here <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, a lot of people that were Republicans or let's just say extreme right or just lean towards right, the right side, they were just very, um, how would I call it? They were just very happy and I did not understand why. I think um, it was also an emotional night when Obama won his first presidency. It was quite emotional. Like I was like a young kid while still like fresh in my teens. And then after like I see like, this whole big thing and he's waving he's waving and his wife's there and his kids and i was just like wow obama's president and now that joe biden's president well going to be president and i can witness it again and like you know for somebody that i actually do support i'm like actually i'm like i'm happy you know and honestly about the the trump twitter like honestly him on twitter what is that and like I first, I used to never be really, I was like never really the whole big Twitter person. But then recently I kind of just became the Twitter person because I like to see what's up. And I mean, an hour before Joe Biden was announced that he would be the next president, Trump did tweet and say like, like I'm winning by far or something like that. I'm not going to quote it, quote it like, but he said something like that. And I was kind of like, huh, what? This man is delusional. What's wrong with you? Like, I know you just don't, like, I know it's hard to leave. Like, it's, it, sometimes you just don't want to stand up and leave. I get it, you know, but this man is, how old is Trump again? Isn't he, like, in his 70s or something like that? Or close to his 70s? I know he's old, but Joe Biden is, like, 77. I did read a funny tweet on Twitter where, where they did say, like, someone said, um, I, I work in the nursing home and, there are people who are Joe Biden's age, 77. And then I see Joe Biden, they're just winning, you know, presidency. I, I I did think it was actually quite funny because it is true. There are people who are like exactly as old as Joe Biden and they're like in the old people's homes. But then again, every person's different, you know, and I do. And I think like, obviously, yeah, I know age hits everyone differently in many ways. So, I mean, I'm 23 and Honestly, walking up the stairs is not the same as it used to be when I was 20. I was going to say 22, but that was like 
some months ago. But yeah, it's not the same as when I was 20. Or standing up is not the same like when I was 15. Or, you know, I was going to say other things, but I think that would just go into the more sexual direction. But I'm just saying, these days, even if you're 23, you can't do the same things as you were when you were, let's just say, fresh and funky 16, like me. <laughs> but yeah, with the whole election thing, I am satisfied. I mean, it's not over yet. There's still a lot of things that still need to be chosen when it comes to the Senate and like stuff like that. So, ugh. It's so exhausting, this whole election thing. And everybody knows about it. Everyone, the whole world, everyone's, suddenly everyone is a journalist. Suddenly everybody, I mean, everyone, even on Instagram, even people texting in group chats and everything, like people, everyone all of a sudden has the best knowledge of America and is giving giving the best advice that they, sh- that they, they think America should do and stuff like that. Where I'm like, wow, for any other country, a lot of people, they don't even like know any information about it at all. Like, yeah, they're like America is the central and but I mean I mean at the same time like things are happening in so many different places. There's new elections like every year for some other countries and we have nothing like we have nothing on it. We don't like we don't even think about it. We we maybe see it and we're like, "Oh, okay, great, but I don't know the guy, so it's fine." Maybe it's not that fine, you know. It's kind of like how when Brazil got its president and some people were like, oh, I don't know the guy anyways. But like, if you're Brazilian and then you know who the guy is, you're like, wow, that guy is a real asshole. Like, he's really bad. But so, I mean, slowly one can kind of see that he is kind of like he is bad. And like, because I guess more of it is showing in the media. But in the same time, it's in the same time. Yeah, we just we focus so much on America and suddenly everybody's an expert of, of America, which is crazy, even like people that I know are not even really into politics, like all of a sudden they are journalists too, telling me a lot of facts and things like that, where I'm like, okay, great. That's cute. So yeah. Um, I think we're going to go and dive into our next segment here, where I did want to talk about the fact that I was in confinement. I still am in confinement. And honestly... I'm not taking it that well. I'm struggling. I am struggling. Well, okay, no. Let's just say it could be way worse. Because, okay, I did arrive. When did I arrive? I arrived um, October 30th. I, 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 I arrived from France. Like, I arrived from France into, into Switzerland. And then, so I had to do a mandatory 10-day quarantine. I'm still do- And I'm still in quarantine. Um, next week I can finally be free. And I mean, honestly, I'm not really feeling it at all. And I know quarantine could be way worse. And I like, I know it because I've, I've done a way worse quarantine when I was living in France. I mean, from the months of what was it? March to June, I think we were in confinement the whole time, like the whole, whole, whole time. There were strict, there were really strict laws. And I mean, the laws, I mean, we even, we even needed like a special paper to go outside. Now, if you don't like that is quite strict. I mean, and we could go outside for like an hour to do our groceries, but there were like lines that were, that took us like, I mean, there were queues, if I want to say it in a fancy way, there were queues that 
or maybe like 20 to 30 minutes that one had to wait and then after one could actually just go in the store and then but it it took a while but then again i mean i i, I can say it took a while but at the same time there was almost nothing in the store either because people were just taking everything so yes i did have my fair share of quarantine i really did and like the numbers are just getting worse i saw that in france today they had um 60,000 cases but then again, if you think about it at the same time, the only, like, probably the first time when we did quarantine in France, there were probably way more cases because we just, I mean, because, like, I mean, it was it was really going around over, like, back then. It's the only thing we just, we just don't really know because we didn't have that many tests, but now we have a lot of tests available. So many people, like, everyone gets tested these days. I still haven't been tested for a coronavirus, and I don't want to be, honestly. Honestly, if I, like... If I will, like, if I do feel sick, I would, for sure, because I don't want to make anyone sick. Like, that is really, that's like a no-go. I don't, I really don't want to get anyone sick. But at the same time, um, that test scares the living hell out of me. I mean, the whole putting it in your nose thing, I think you put it in your mouth, like, mouth, and then after in your nose. Ugh. Ugh. No. 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 I, honestly, I think it's nothing for me. In France, we do have a blood test, which I was going to do before I arrived. But then I was thinking if I don't have any symptoms or nothing, because I mean, I've been basically at home the whole time in France as well. <sighs> because I mean, like, you can't do anything anyway. So I was like, I, I mean, there's nothing to do. So I'm not going to go outside. So then I, so then I didn't get tested. And then I came to Switzerland and I went straight into quarantine. But then sometimes I have like, you know, like those little placebo effects when you really think like, okay, I may have it. I'm going to die. No, well, not I'm going to die, but like I may have it. But because I can't, I don't know. It's just kind of like I overthink so much sometimes where I'm like, I can't taste my Nesquik. You know, I want to taste my chocolate milk, but I can't taste it. Something's happening, you know. But then I eat like a little onion and then I'm like, okay, never mind. I can taste actually everything, you know. Or like if I cough, I'm like, I, like, am I coughing because I have COVID? Or if am I like, am I coughing because I legit just drank some water and it went down the wrong hole? Speaking of wrong holes, you know, okay, no, yeah, no, let's not speak of wrong holes. Maybe I'll, yeah, maybe I'll talk a different time about wrong holes. But yeah, um, so with this whole placebo effect, me thinking like, okay, maybe I am sick, maybe I'm not sick. And then I re like realizing I don't have anything. I'm fine. <laughs> it's so confusing. And also the fact that I'm just like, I can't go outside and the weather's so nice right now. I, I like, it is cold because it is November, but when it's sunny, I just look outside. I'm like in a music video and looking outside, feeling like I, like I've just been broken up with, even though that was not the case. And it's ugh, honestly, I'm just tired. And I'm tired of this whole, like, the thing that everything's closed. I'm tired of that, too. I'm tired of there's so many cases. I'm tired of the whole, like, honestly, what was 2020? It's confusing me so much. And as much as 2020 has been confusing to me, there's so many things that I just don't understand and I'll never understand. Honestly, this year was tough. It started off really, really rough. Oh my goodness. I mean, 2020 in general, like I went through a breakup and then, I mean, so I like cried for like six good months. No, I mean, uh, 
six yeah six months <laughs> but then after it like after i think i just had the best time of my life like for real the best time like everything inside of me like all my emotions and everything just you know like we found inner happiness and i think that's like the best thing that i actually have experienced so i'm saying i'm saying like 2020 was rough you know it was rough but i think it had to be rough and i think people everyone handles their 2020 differently which is great and i mean if, if it's working for you it's working for you and but i know there's still a lot of people that's suffering like i mean because this year was generally like it was just hard and i mean i really hope that one can even have a better 2021 i'm i'm i'm, I'm curious myself are we even going to have like a happy new like are we are we going to say happy new years this year for next year or are we just going to be like you know what wing it i'm just going to go to bed at like december 31st 8 p.m i'm sleeping and i wake up in new year and that's how it is i'm not even going to bother because we never know what the hell can happen or are we just gonna or are we actually gonna i mean then again the question is can we even celebrate it can we even celebrate it like i'm even wondering christmas because they say like oh yeah limit like you can't be with that many people but what happens if you have a big family my family's kind of huge so can we all be together? And then especially because like we all come from different countries. Can we all be together for Christmas? Is that a thing? Is, is, is that allowed? Is that even allowed? Can we do that? Or is it going to be like, <laughs> no, you can't because like you're too many people and we want everyone to quarantine. Ugh. And I know I'm sounding, I'm sounding like somebody who's against like quarantine and I like honestly i don't like quarantine i am against the fact that covid is doing this to us i think it's good that we i think it's good that we do take measurements against this whole virus thing that for sure i think is perfect but i think we've all like we're all just kind of you know everyone's kind of sick of it everyone's kind of like you know what can this just can this whole thing just be over can we live again do i need to actually look at people only with the eyes and not with my whole face you know like Yes, I can seduce you only with my eyes when I'm wearing a mask. But what happens if I may or may not have have nice lips? Maybe. Maybe not. Okay, I mean, if not, I mean, honestly, people who... Huh, see, this is going to be rude. I was going to say people who don't have that much going for them when, when they're, I mean, physically. Honestly, the mask could probably be the best thing because then, you know, we can really say the inside, like everything what's inside counts. But everyone is beautiful in their own way, of course, you know? Just stop trying to be who you, who, 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 just, like stop trying, wait, what was I going to say? Stop trying to be somebody who you are not. That is what I want to say because I think a lot of people are, are doing that these days. I mean, we are trying to find ourselves for 2020. And I think I succeeded more in that area but i see a lot of people who haven't so yeah honestly what does 2020 have for us in store i think i don't know i think i'm just hoping for 2021 that we can actually at least have a better year and that we find some solution for this virus thing like something because it's very exhausting but then again i'm repeating myself when i say how exhausting it is but yeah, oh my goodness. But with challenges that I did face, I mean challenges, honestly not even challenges that I did face in 2020, it was more like 
when you understand who you are, you know what you want around you and who and what you don't want around you. And that is more in terms of like people. Like I want to talk about people especially. There are people you know in your life that you want them around you for as long as ever, you know. And there are people around you when you kind of realize at some point, mm, you know what, you're not really doing me you're not you're not you're not doing me so you're not doing me so much justice, you know? I don't know. Like the thing is like you think that people are gonna stay in your life forever sometimes. And it feels like and the and like honestly, the forever feeling can be a year, can be two years, can be three years, can be ten years, can be twenty years, can be even just like a month or two, you know? But this year I think I've I've faced a lot of things where I kind of realized I don't need some people in my life. And honestly, I'm very happy for the fact that I don't need them in my life because I think they just made things harder for me in life where I realized, you know what? Honestly, I think, I, I think, you know, like, you know, the feeling when you have a friendship with somebody and that friendship actually feels like work, you're doing work for the friendship, like, and a friendship shouldn't even be like that, that you're doing a chore, you're doing work, you know? And I think, I mean, some of us this year that like some, some of my friends this year who've been meeting up, we've all kind of ex- seen one special example of somebody um, who gave me a bit of a hard time for something that, I, not, that yeah, I mean, I'm not going to go too much into it, but some of them know who. And honestly... I mean, now thinking back about it, I'm like, it felt more like a chore than anything else. And I'm very happy that I don't have to deal with people like that anymore. And the thing is, I'm not even going to leave somebody's life and, and make a whole big dramatic scene out of it. If I like, because yeah, honestly, I don't have the time for, I don't have the energy for it. If you're going to create drama from your side, because you feel like you have to, and Honestly, there are people like me, there are people, I mean, there are people, they're just, they're just people, everyone's dealing with their life in the same time. Don't make life harder for other people just because you're having a hard time, you know, because we may all just all be going through something. I don't know what this was supposed to be about, but it was just something that I, I hadn't like I just want to kind of address and I just want to speak about it a little bit because it was something that I just realized this year that there's so many people I meet and everyone can be nice in the first moment. Everybody can be nice in the second moment. Everybody can be nice in the first three months, in the first four months, you know, everything can be nice. But if you're ever dealing with a problem when you realize you're doing way too much and and whatever friendship you're having is feeling like a chore, honestly, give it up. Give it up. If you don't feel good around the person, don't spend time with the person. Just stop. Stop making yourself feel miserable about something. You know? Stop. Don't do this to yourself. You deserve better. Some of my friends, for, for my birthday, some of my friends gave me a low, like, uh, I mean, I mean, a shit ton of, like, bath, like, like, things for the bath, like some bath bombs, bath salts. Every single night I've been here during quarantine having a tough day with this whole quarantine thing and the whole election thing, I took a bath. I took a bath and I enjoyed it. 
and I felt well to treat myself just a little bit. Okay, it's not really about um, friends, but you know, you need in the end they you need to feel better about your like about yourself. And if you feel like you're doing too much work, the same thing goes for for relationships. For relationships, especially, and I'm saying this because I've been through it and I know it. I mean, if it's feeling too much like you are doing the most, you're carrying everything. And that at one point you're just not having fun doing something anymore because it just feels like a chore or people are complaining too much. Honestly, do, do you need to hear that? No, no, <laughs> you don't. The best thing you can do is just take a deep breath and step away and walk away. Maybe just, you know, get some food, chill for yourself and really think, do you need this in your life? Do you really need this pain or this? just this toll that's been, that, that's been happening, you know, like, do you need this? It's something so heavy. And once something that's been so heavy, like if, if, if that, if that gets taken off your shoulders, you feel so much better. You feel so much more better. And that's like the same thing, like it happened to me this year. So many times I realized I actually feel so much better with, without certain people in my life. And, you know, it, I mean, it is a hard part of letting go or realizing that you can actually do better without that person. It's hard because sometimes you think like, Oh yeah, that's the person I need for life for sure. You know, but in the same time, bruh, you're fine. You are fine. But yeah, there's not, not nothing to be too dramatic about, but if you're in the situation, you feel like it, let go. Honestly, I think I had, like, the same issue. Well, oh, yeah. Okay, let's just say for this year, I did experience a lot when it comes to letting go. I just want to introduce the fact that I did have a roommate for two years when I was living in Paris. We lived in the 17th arrondissement. In yeah, so we live we lived there together, and she is... Um, She's an American girl from California. She is a Mormon, like I used to be, used to be, let's say like that. And um, honestly, if I, if I knew that I was going to be going through hell, I would have never lived with her. Uh, no, because the thing is like, we were friends, but um you know how you have friends and but like you can only be friends but nothing more where it's like oh yeah like we can be friends but we could not live together like almost every single one of my friends that I have in my contact list I know for sure I probably could not live with them not saying that I'm the complicated one maybe they are the complicated one honestly maybe I just couldn't live with them because I think they're complicated like I love them in their own way for sure but some people are just honestly complicated or even dirty ugh no, especially the dirty part. Oh, no, hell no. Don't even come close to me like that. And she was, she was, she was, she was a special girl. She was like, she wanted to go to church every Sunday, which I'm like, fine, you do you. Um, she doesn't buy anything on Sunday because of church, even though I did when I was still attending. And uh, she would act like she would, you know, she, she's very organized. Let's say she's very organized, but she's dirty. Okay. That's how I would define it. She's very organized, but she's dirty. Where I 
am very clean. I would consider myself to be very clean, but I'm maybe messier. Like my room can be a mess, but it's not dirty. You know what I mean? Where it's like, you wouldn't find, you wouldn't find, I don't know. Um, after I shower, you would not find like leftover hairs from shaving just laying in the shower, which I did many times by her. I mean, she, she was very blonde, but like, but just because she's blonde doesn't mean that your leg hair or your other hair is also blonde too. It can be a different color. And trust me, people can see it. I can see it. I have, I, I, I don't even use glasses. So I think my eyes are still pretty good to a certain extent. Um, but I could see things. So, and trust me, I know all that, like all that hair did not just come from her leg or from her or her armpit. Let me just say it at that. And I'm going to leave it at that. If you only knew what I experienced with that girl. And I, I know that girl. Oh, uh, uh, no. <laughs> I think we're going to have one whole episode where I actually, I'm just going to talk about her. Just, I mean, just my experiences with this person, but I mean, like a full thing where it's going, where you're going to be like, you know what, maybe I'll reconsider if I ever want to move in with somebody. But yeah, living with her was hell. I did not like, it. I think the first months were pretty good. And um, honestly, like we were having a good time because we were both figuring out Paris. We were just both figuring out our lives and it was good not to be alone. Um, and we had a good chemistry at the, like the first couple of months. I think the first year was all right until, until like summer kind of kicked in. Then after, like un after summer for the second year, I kind of realized, okay, you know what, this girl actually, I think we're both getting on each other's nerves. I was being too spontaneous. And to me, she was being too like, can you not bring your friends over? Because I don't like your friends. And I mean, uh, how many times did I have friends over? I mean, I could also just say, like, can you stop playing your church music? Because I don't want to hear church music 24-7. <laughs> or, you know, like, things can, like, like I'm not saying that I was a perfect roommate either. I know what I did wrong. <laughs> but, wow. Some people, they really think that they are above others. And she was one of them. And when it came to the fact, like, when it came towards March. I was in the Netherlands at that point. Um, and Trump said he was going to close the borders. And then I texted her and I was like, oh yeah, by the way, I did find a new apartment for me to live in. And I'm going to have it from July on because we both said that we're going to move out in July. We both agreed we're going to move out in July. Her mom agreed as well that we're going to move out in July. And then she was like, well, actually I'm leaving this weekend right now. Like she's like, I'm packing myself and I'm leaving. And I'm like, oh, oh, okay. Um, so what does that mean about the apartment? She was like, well, well, she was like, well, um, I'm like, she's like, I'm still going to pay the rent until you can officially leave because I know it's going to be quarantined. So you can't really go anywhere, this and that. And I was like, okay, well, that sounds fair at least because she's giving me such a short notice. We, when we both agree, I mean, like if we both would have agreed that we would leave in March, I would have left in March for sure. Like I would have taken any single chance I could leave that apartment 100%, 100%. So yeah, when she, after, yeah. So she told me that she was going to pay the rent until I could actually leave too, because or else it's just a bit, it's too short notice and it's quite unfair so then after, um, I think the next day, 
I was eating dinner and then after her mom texted, like her mom texted me and was like, oh, no, she texted my parents and was like, actually, we have a different idea. I think your daughter should leave, should leave the apartment now too because my daughter's leaving. And then my parents were kind of like, um, um, okay, but the borders are closing. She can't like, and the whole country is going to go under lockdown, meaning we cannot leave the apartment. I mean, if you do leave, you, you have to either have one of those five to, five to six reasons that they had on the thing. And then if I want to move out, I had to call the police and ask them if it was okay if I could go around this and that. Like, And also in our apartment, we had a lot of things. I mean, a lot of things that needed to go. Like, I mean, like a lot of things like store, like, like things that need to go in storage, but also a lot of furniture. So it's not just like I could pack my suitcase and walk out, which would be fantastic because if that was the case, I would have done that. You know, I easily would have done that, but that was not the case. Like I had a lot of furniture. And her mom was like, well, we're going to send our term our termination letter because we don't want to pay anymore. So whatever your daughter does, like it's up to her, you know, and my parents were like, my parents, they were, they were, they were trying to be like Switzerland being between both sides and like blah, blah. But they, in the end, they mostly took her side. So I'm just saying 2020 was rough for me. Rough. <gasps> in the end, they didn't even really like try to defend my side. So then they were just like, okay, yeah, you need to move out somehow. And I was alone in Paris. Everyone's in lockdown. And I can't just call my friends and be like, hey, can you come like, you know, help me move? Because they're in lockdown too. Trust me, it was not going to work. So I had to find ways how to get um people to help me move in and then go and find a storage room from the storage room bring everything there and it it was it was a stressful day of me packing everything I mean stressful week basically and I was so angry because my roommate like she never even tried to like you know come like like talk to me about it like the last time we spoke was basically when she told me yeah, 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 my parents, like, my parents and I were like, we're okay, we're like, we're not going to abandon you, this and that, they did, the thing is, like, the thing is, like, it doesn't sound as bad as the situation actually was, but trust me, it was bad, it was really bad, <laughs> and then after, um, when, like, once I, I could move, and I moved into a different place, temporary, because I didn't have an apartment yet, I was basically, actually, I was quite, I was, actually, I was homeless, also because I couldn't leave the country yet. <clears throat> so technically I was homeless, but luckily a friend of mine, thank you, Julie, she was like, oh, you can stay at my place. So then after that was easy. But also living there was it was it was not the it was not the best, but it was not the worst either. So it was it was it was good for what it was, but we had some really bad neighbors there. And we had also a guy who lived across from me. He was like in his forties, maybe living with his girlfriend and he kept like looking into my windows and trying to like wave to me, blow kisses at me. I was like, what is happening? This guy, this guy's girlfriend is looking out the same window from the kitchen, not the same window, but from the same apartment out the kitchen. And he's on the other side trying to like flirt with me and watch me undress. Anyways, that was a different story. I'll maybe talk about him a different time, but yeah. So Honestly, the time when I was like, I could actually close the chapter and be like done with the apartment because my apartment was awesome. But like just the whole memories of having her as a roommate, being done with her and being done with the apartment and just at one point just leaving things behind me. And I could go back to Switzerland like end of June. I think I went back to Switzerland. 
so I can start July. Oh, maybe I'm lying. I don't remember anymore. I think I, or I came end of May. I think I came back to Switzerland end of May. And then I stayed until mid July in Switzerland. And honestly, that time just, you know, like, I feel like I just got so much more energy everything that happened to me, like all the bad things happened. It felt like it was just over. It was done. It was over. Like, I just, I just, I don't know. It was like, it was like weight legit, just like lift off my shoulders and it was perfect. It was a good moment. So honestly, I'm happy. I I don't live with anybody anymore, except right now I live with my parents, but they know they like, they get me (laughs) and I get them sometimes depending on what, whatever mood they're in. But Honestly, that would felt like a weight lifted off. I think I should make a whole topic about living with my roommate because I do have stories and they are so ridiculous and oh, so annoying. But I think we're going to leave that for a different time. And I think we're going to call it a night. But I'm so thankful that you listened to everything. I mean, even if you didn't, Thank you for at least turning it on. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for thinking of me. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being you. And I wish you a good night. Bye.